Welcome to this podcast about the nature area in Wissel. If all went well, you are now somewhere in the nature area. I will tell you something about the history of the area and also some interesting stories from Wissel and a nearby village Tongeren. But first let me tell you why we are here. Vitens is the drinking, drinking water company in uh, Wissel and surrounding areas, and to provide drinking water to the surrounding villages, they extract 6 million cubic meters of groundwater per year. This happens in an area to the north of Epe, and you will probably see this area too. What makes this project so remarkable is that Vitens tries to give the groundwater they extract back to the area to make up for the extraction. To do this, they take water at the end of the Klaarbeek in Epe. The Klaarbeek is the downstream area of the Tongerussebeek that you will also see today or maybe saw already. Vitens is allowed to take 2.2 million cubic meters of water from this stream. They transport the water to the infiltration area next to the groundwater extraction area. Here the water infiltrates into the soil and hopefully gets back to the nature area in Wissel. The reason why Vitens uses water for the stream for this project is because that water is from the area itself and they hope to not disrupt the nature with it. You might think that this is the perfect solution to make up for groundwater extraction. However, we don't know yet if the plan works at all. Uh, the plan has been going uh, going. The research about this project from the area has been done around 10 years ago, but no effects were visible. There's a research going on now about the area to find out if there are any effects, but it's hard to measure. We do know that the groundwater levels in the area in Wissel did not rise. The groundwater levels near the infiltration area did rise, and near the infiltration area some other streams originate from groundwater, so maybe this whole project does have an effect on those streams, but we don't know yet because they didn't, the companies didn't um, research that. Now that I have told you how this project works, I thought it would be nice to share some stories from the past of the area. The area has a great historical value. As you can imagine, the streams in Whistle were very important to the people living here. The few natural streams on the Veluwe were not perfect for meals as a long time ago. They were very dependent on the weather. In dry ages they did not have enough water supply to the mills. And this is why the old millers wanted to be sure of enough water and so they began to dig the streams as we know them now. The Tongerussebeek is one of those streams. The stream is a Sprengebeek. This is a stream that originates from a groundwater point and streams from there. Those kind of streams usually have a constant water supply. When the slope is steep enough, as is the case in this area, the components of the mill could be hung on the water. The water brought the components to move, and when this did not work for whatever reason, the, the people created the slope in the streams themselves. One of the mills in the area is the Achterste Molen in Wissel. This mill was first used as a part 
as a paper mill, but later it got transformed into a laundry business. The activities in the paper mill were very dangerous and unhealthy. Mostly women and children worked there. From what I understood, people used to dump the waste products with dangerous substances directly into the stream. The owner of the laundry business once said in an interview that it was bullshit that he shouldn't dump it into the stream. According to him, they had been dumping things for years and the fish in the stream still swam, so there was no problem. Since then, a lot changed concerning water management. Gelders Landschap en Kastelen is the current organization in charge of the Wisselseveen. They mow the area and make plans with Vitens, Gemeente Epe, Provincie Gelderland and the Water Board to maintain the area. Right now there is a nature project going on to make sure species get protected. Apart from the mills, there are more stories from the area. In Tolere, which is next to Wissel, a lot of refugees were brought under during the Second World War. My grandfather used to work in this area, and he knew a lot of people and owns a lot of books. The next stories will be about the refugees and how the area next to Wissel functioned in the war. My grandfather used to work on camping the Rembu in Wissel. He told me that in a peaty area with much ponds nearby, there was a shelter for Jewish people. A Jewish family from Apeldoorn asked the people in Wissel and Tongeren to build a shelter since they had to flee to the, for the Germans. The shelter was built in the 1940s. The shelter was built in a small hill and their beds, tables and chairs were made of wooden poles. The family that uh, lived there got water from the clear springs in the area and sometimes from the snow in the winter. This gives an impression on how clear the water is here. Uh, there are no offspring of the family today, so the shelter is left to be in the area. In a little book about the area from my gran- grandfather is a story about two Jewish ch- children, Tom and Maddie. They flew here in 1942 after their parents flew to Switzerland. When things got dangerous in the west of the Netherlands, More Jewish people came to stay in this area. People came and disappeared all of a sudden. One of the visitors of the Korenberg, a house in this area, was Charles Gouin. He used to play piano, a lot of romantical music. Everyone listened to his music and the woman in the area loved him. Later, when he did not appear in the area as much as he used to, people knew that he was from Paris. He was a part of the flight line for the Allies in the Second World War. When he was traveling by train in the Netherlands with his girlfriend, he got arrested. His fake German papers were suspicious. He got brought to a camp in the Netherlands and later to Germany, and he died there on January 10, 1945. Another story from the area is that 200 farmers from all over the area were asked to bring refugees to the Wissel and Tongeren in their vehicles. Everyone was asked to say how many refugees refugees they could give a space in their homes. 22 men and women from Arnhem were brought to Tongeren. They had been traveling for three days. They were attacked by planes on their way here. Nobody was hurt, but their bags were completely destroyed with bullets. They got some food at the local school and they were brought to the houses in this area.
Not only refugees were accommodated in this area, but also German soldiers. The Germans would come here regularly to say, to say some houses needed to be emptied to, say, to have space for the soldiers. They stole a lot of things from local people for the parties, and they also stole bikes and um, blankets, that kind of things. People from Amsterdam came here in the hunger winter to get potatoes. A diary from one of the local people describes how they would come walking to get potatoes. As you know now, the area was very important during the Second World War. Some remains of planes and shelters can still be found on the other side of this area. I hope this podcast gave you some insights on the history of Wissel and the surrounding areas. The information signs next to the Vlanderpad might give you some information about the nature of the area. Feel free to take a look.